Hey, smart mamas. Welcome to the Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups podcast, a podcast about balancing mom life and work life and everything in between. Being a mama is a hard job. We are three nurse anesthetists reaching out to support and encourage other moms with hectic and chaotic lives. I want to be a nurse anesthetist. No topics are off limits. Relationships, finance, mental health, work. And we aren't sugarcoating anything. No way, or way. This is real life, real moms, real advice. And we want this to be interactive. We want to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Everybody. Welcome back to Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups. I'm here with everybody tonight. We have Ellen and Lacey, and we have a Dr. April Brown, who is a guest uh, specialist to chat with us tonight. Hi, Dr. Brown. Hi, how are you doing? We're so excited to be with you guys. Yes, we're so excited to have you and hear all your pearls. Um, Dr. Brown's putting up with us being a hot mess today. But she's a host of a podcast called Bringing Intimacy Back and educates couples on how to encourage intimate connections that are authentic. So I know a lot of our listeners could definitely benefit from this. I feel like especially when they're in the season of life, when they have, you know, kids and everything else interfering with maintaining that connection that started the whole relationship and brought on the children, but you know, things get wild. So talk to us a little bit, first of all, about what your background is, how did you grow up and you know, what, what you've experienced in this realm. Okay. Well, first thing, Crystal, Ellen and Lacey, you guys are not a hot mess. Okay. Your mothers with children and, and stuff. And I've been there. Okay. A little bit older now. So just enjoy the process because your kids and your partner. I mean, it's not always like that. So um, I got into the field of counseling, actually a background of accounting, but it was a spiritual insight that led me into the field of counseling. And I worked as a school counselor and then later on in the mental health and anxiety and relationships. And my main thing is about intimacy, is helping people be fully present in whatever they do. Being intimate with yourself, and as ladies, we take on so much of other people's stuff. You know what I mean, girls? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are so like calming and soothing, just your voice and your tone. Oh my gosh. I could listen to you talk forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to sit on your couch and have you just talk to me. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cause Crystal does carry the weight of the world on her shoulders. <laughs> yes. 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 I think we all do in a way, like, especially as mothers, like, you're kind of like the catch-all for everything. Like, did the garbage get taken out? Did the form get filled out? Did the appointment get made? Did your kid get to, you know, like I I had a conversation, this is totally off topic, but I had a conversation with my five-year-old yesterday and I was like, I need you to go feed the dogs. And he was like, I don't want to feed the dogs today. And I was like, how would you feel if I said, I don't want to feed you today? I said, it's mommy's job to make sure you got your dinner. How would you feel if... I said, I don't want to feed you today. <laughs> he was like, fine, I'll go feed the dogs. I was like, maybe that's not the right approach. But I was like, I mean, it's just, every, you know, like everything falls on on us as mothers a lot, it feels. It really and Lacey, does. that was the perfect response to that. 
you understand that. Yeah. One of the things that as ladies is we judge ourselves way too hard. Yes. We do. My, <laughs> my daughter has been, this is totally off topic too, in the last week or two, just crying so emotional over our dog that died five mm. years ago. Oh, I don't know. And that's just for a whole other deep dive on another day. But I'm just like, oh, what am like, what, how do I, how, how do I, how do I mom through this? I just, sometimes you just get overwhelmed. Well, do you think she's like even old enough to remember her? Cause how old was she when the dog passed away? Three. Um, she remembers the dog, but not, we had another dog that passed like six months prior. She does not remember that dog. But does she remember the dog or does she remember that people talked about the dog? No, she remembers the dog. Cause I, I've even yeah. asked her like, what do you remember about Cody? And she'll say, well, she didn't jump on me like Gracie does. And she always followed me around, but she would just lay by me. She was older and calmer and she mm-hmm. yes. recognizes those qualities. But anyway, yes. I think I'm going to get her in some sort of play therapy at some point, but circle back around to like intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I loved your definition of intimacy, by the way. Yeah. Like, you know, we think it has like one specific bedroom that's really one specific like thing that's related to one specific room of our house. But like, it's really just intimacy with everyone and including ourselves and being fully present. And I love that, especially in the age of technology where it's really easy for both my husband and I to sit in the same room and both stare at our phones and be in completely different like parts of the planet, it seems. Right. So intimacy is intimate, you see. And that's the relationship itself, a higher power, and with your loved ones. And exactly what you were saying, Lacey, it's also about being in the present moment. Mind, body, spirit, and everything. And that's hard sometimes, especially as moms where we're being pulled and pulled and pulled and we have no energy left. But it's okay not to have everything correct. You guys understand that. What your kids are going to remember more than anything else is how you spend time with them, how you show up. But how you show up requires energy, which means is that you cannot give all your energy out all throughout the day and have nothing for yourself. Ladies, to improve intimacy, it requires some self-care. And I know that may sound selfish, you know, how am I going to improve, you know, increase sexiness with my husband by self-care? But that's almost a lot of it. It's self-care, whether it's taking time to take a bath, wash your hair, get your nails done, anything that makes you feel Wonderful and beautiful. Lacey, you and I have not done our hair (laughs) nails, but not over here. But I do know what you're saying. You have to, you can't pour from an empty cup. I totally, Mm -hmm. totally get it. Right, right. And intimacy does not need to look as a chore. Mm -hmm. You know, people like, oh my gosh, sex, that's another, another, you know, a wifely duty. But that's not how it's supposed to be. It's really supposed to be you and your partner playing. That's it. So as you're, when you're married for a while and the spark fizzles, like how do you consciously get that intimacy back? Like what steps would you take to kind of, you know, make a, a, an effort? <laughs> this is how you get it back, Crystal. That's how you- yes, 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 yes. That and slowing down your mind. Crystal, you're going super fast. It's okay to just slow it down. My mind just like, it goes faster than I can get it out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah on like, you know, two pages down by the time it's my point comes out. 
Yes. And but you're wonderful just the way you are, you know? Yeah. And just so it starts with that self-love, you know, that uh, whether you start doing affirmations, whatever, spending some time for yourself, but also carving out time to have dates. You know, relationship does take work, guys. It's not something that's you know, just going to automatically happen. But for a household to run smoothly, the top needs to be strong. And the top sometimes need to take retreats, dates, make something special. And when you go on a date with your husband, girls, don't talk about problems. Don't talk about finances or school stuff. Enjoy each other. You know, like you did when you were dating. Mm-hmm. It was yes. hard, though. It's like hard to remember sometimes, you know, it's hard to, yes. I think that's the hard part for people is it's hard to remove out everything that exists in your life today and go back to what you thought, how you felt back then before those things existed and interfered. I think that's where a lot of people struggle probably. Right. And I think a lot of people struggle because maybe in older days, moms made it seem like they did everything. Mm-hmm. They but cleaned, they cooked. Yeah. Yeah. And as um, people your age and even at my age, we compare ourselves and we're like, oh my gosh, I got to do everything. I got to have the perfect house, you know, have the kids and five or six things and you're running around like a taxi cab driver and your hair. Yeah. But that's not how life is supposed to be, guys. Mm-hmm. Slow it down. Oh. It doesn't have to be perfect. I love this. Can you scream mm-hmm. this a little louder for everybody? Because <laughs> I feel like everybody's standard is up here but that's because they're so busy trying to keep up with the Joneses. And like my favorite quote in life is don't, you know, you're going to count, you're going to, you're going to melt all your own ice cream, watching everybody else's sprinkles or like counting everybody else's sprinkles. And that's really what it is, is everybody like, really, why do we do those things? I feel like we do them because like that mom over there is doing it. So like we're trying to keep up, but realistically either she is not being honest and not saying like, I have a lot of help or, you know, she's doing it for the same reason, keeping up with somebody else. And it's like, everybody's afraid to just slow it down and put it down because it's going to be like some kind of weakness. Right. And it's okay to say no girls. Have you guys, do you guys know that? Yes. And it's a complete sentence. (laughs) You don't have to explain <laughs> no is a complete sentence. Very, very true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's no to a variety of things. You guys are busy. You can't have your kids in five things. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You maybe cannot be um room mom. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The point is, it's really when you talks about kids and even when you talk about your husband, the quality of time that you spend. And if you're truly present, mm-hmm. that's when you have those intimate moments, not the quantity the quality. I know you mentioned um, retreats. Were you referring to like a couple's retreat or just like a mom's getaway? I've done them both. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I offer couples retreats, which are very good and and help couples connect. They get away from the everyday life and they're able to connect and we provide counseling and all that, which is fabulous. I've also done where I've gone on a retreat and I've helped other and seen other women who have gone on a retreat by themselves. You know, which is like, it's like craziness to leave your kids home and your <laughs> and your husband. But sometimes, especially if, if you feel like you've lost yourself, like, I don't even know who I am anymore. It's okay. I've never gone on a retreat. Of, I think I went on one in high school, like a weekend. But since that, like, I, I don't know. Do you guys go on retreats? Do people go on retreats? I, I retreat to my room. 
I know. <laughs> I feel like I, I haven't been on a retreat, although there is like a couple um, of our like continuing education, mm-hmm. like small group, like continuing education, like CRNA companies who have like small group, like retreats where you get your continuing education credits, but then like right. in a small group setting where you kind of have a little like, you know, different like interaction time. But no, I, I don't go on retreats. And I feel like as a mother, like when you, when you switch from being just you to becoming a parent and a mother, it's really easy to, to lose who just you is in that because your identity essentially changes. And it does to the whole world. You know, your identity, like I'm not Lacey anymore. I'm Owen Hazel and Cora's mom to a lot of other people in my life now. Yes, but you're still Lacey. There mm-hmm. and all the religions from Christianity, Buddhism, and all the others, it's love your higher power as yourself. I think many times we love others so much that we forget about ourselves. And I don't know if any of you saw your mothers take breaks or you just saw your mothers just run around, run around, run around. And maybe you guys have a hard time just, but it's okay. You know, even all the greatest prophets took breaks. It's okay. It doesn't mean you're a bad mom. And it's teaching your kid how to take a break, mm-hmm. to relax, to rejuvenate. Yeah. This yeah. relates to intimacy. Because then when you're refreshed and your partner and you guys are playing together, you're fully present. Your mind isn't thinking about dishes or whatever the case may be. Because when you do leave your mind, it's hard to have orgasms. Some people even have pain and sex. You know, or it's just, it's like, oh my gosh. And that's, (laughs) (laughs) or you're faking it, which is worse. That's a whole nother topic. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Don't do that to your husbands. Please don't fake it. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. I like what you said about the kids too, is you let them relax because I feel like we always try to keep them like occupied and this activity, that activity. And so I almost feel like a lot of us like cause our children anxiety because they never get a chance to just slow their mind down and like be present with themselves or with whoever they're with or, you know, whatever. And I definitely see it in, in one of, in my kids because they're just constantly on mm-hmm. they have trouble coming off. And I think there's something to be said for that for sure. Can you tell us a little bit about how you ended up in this field? Um, I was working as an accountant for like, I don't know, 60, 80 hours. And I felt like I was just doing too much, overwhelmed. And my inner spirit told me to quit. And I was like, what? Then do what? Um, I was like, quit, had a kid. And then I had this calling to go into um, counseling. And I was like, wait, I don't know if I like people. But... <laughs> Yes, but I followed my, <laughs> seriously, because I'm a shy person. Yes, <laughs> but I followed my inner spirit and it was the best thing. Yeah. It's to follow that inner intuition that's talking to you. I love that you were able to recognize that and then actually move forward with like a whole life change, really. Right, right, definitely. And also learning how to take breaks, learning how to be fully present. Your kids will be okay, trust me. <laughs> a 26 year old. She's okay. Yes. <laughs> so say, yeah. say this weekend, um, we all go and we take time for ourselves and we like fill up our cups and come Sunday night, everyone's rested and recharged and refueled. Like, what would you like? I need to play by play almost of how to like, it's just been so long. Like, how would you 
spark a new intimacy or like how would you change your the routine you're already kind of stuck in? So the first thing, remember I said the top has to be <laughs> tight, okay, <laughs> is to get your partner on board, is to have that conversation. So they don't feel like you're just either being lazy or rejection because that's, you know, when you are not present for your partner and, and say, you know, I just, how our life is going, I don't want it to be that way. I want to have more of a quality of life. You know, we're missing each other. We're missing the family. Let's slow it down. And let's think of different ways how we can work together. You know, is there a, a night that I can just, um, whether you get off at five and I can just be and take care of myself and you can take care of the kids and feed them and that kind of stuff, just so I can relax and be able to take care of, you know, the woman stuff, just the stuff or just read a book or listen to music, just whatever. It's working in slowly, um, little bits of self-care. But also making sure your partner has self-care. Yeah, because your kids, um, <laughs> one point, they're always going to need you. That you can't, yeah, you have to teach them that it's okay, as Ellen said, to be okay to be by themselves. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like if I remember back, like I was in a couple activities when I was younger, but I was not by any means like taxied around by my parents. And I feel like I learned to occupy myself and learn to play with other kids and we would be outside for like hours every night, just doing nothing, like no toys, nothing. You were just mm -hmm. using your imagination. And I feel like that made me more independent and okay as an adult. Whereas now a lot of people, and sometimes, you know, I even find us doing this is like, you always feel like you have to keep your kids occupied and like give them something to do and, you know, give them toys to play with. And I just don't, think that we're doing them any favors. I agree. Right, right. Let you, them be bored. Not all the time. Yeah. You know, they need to be able to be bored. Right. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, how did you end up in the, I, I mean, you've got a lot that you deal with. You've got, you know, things that you can speak to in terms of mental health, in terms of faith, in terms of intimacy. Do you feel like all of these things are tied together? you know, and with your background, like where you grew up, was this something that was very adopted by your um, family or like, how did you get so good at bringing it all together? So um, my family came from a Christian background. So that they gave me the faith. Okay. And my mom was really good at making sure that um, I didn't think negative about myself, which was, is, is a wonderful thing because it starts up here. Many times we are saying negative things about ourselves. The other part of learning how to just be completely mindful, mindfulness is being in the present moment. If your body, mind, spirit, and soul is in present moment, that's the only thing we can control. It decreases anxiety. It decreases depression. And so that's how these things are connected. And when you're all in one mind, body, spirit, and soul, and let's say your partner's there too, that's when you guys can have that true intimacy. You can play without judgment, without, you know, criticism, without worrying about X, Y, Z. So that is really the thing that I kind of grew up with, but also worked through in my own counseling and stuff. And there was a point in my life where I worked as a school counselor, was running around doing 50 million things. I have my daughter in 50 million things. And I was complaining to my higher power. I know I have no energy. I'm trying to do this. And he told me, 
I didn't tell you to do all that. <laughs> I didn't tell you to do this. I didn't mm-hmm. tell you to do that. Yeah. And I realized that I was trying to do everything to prove a point. Mm-hmm. And um, he's worked on me on learning how to stay in my lane. Sometimes I cannot help everybody. And that's okay. I can pray for you. I can give you a resource, but I cannot help everybody. And this is even personal family or friends. Yeah. That's such a big lesson to to learn. That's such a hard thing to accept. Yeah, I yes, struggle it, with that too. I always want to help. Like, I almost feel like it it makes me happier. Like I, if there's help needed, like I, I feel drawn to it. Like I, I can't just pass it up. But then you get to a point where you spread yourself too thin, like you said, and you do need to just kind of step back and... Yeah. Yeah. So who's looking after Crystal? Who's taking care of little Crystal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah there's a little anymore. girl inside. No, but there's a little <laughs> girl inside of you. There's a little girl inside of me. Yeah. That is trying to do everything. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like the stigma is still there around uh, mental health and counseling and all this stuff? Do you think it's still there or people are starting to break through it? Of course, it's still there. It's still there. And even though I'm talking about mindfulness and that can help decrease, there's some of us who um, genetically have brains that maybe are more depressed than others and anxious. And they and you may need medical help, whether it's medication or counseling or whatever the case may be. It is okay to ask for help. It is okay to ask for help. We do not have to try to do it all. If you're struggling and you're listening, ask for help. Search through it, whether it's through counseling, talking with your friends, you know, going to meditation things. I don't know. Do you guys work out? Do you guys exercise, work out? Any of you guys? We try to. We try to. Okay. Okay. Working out is one of the number one ways to decrease anxiety Mm -hmm. and of course produce good endorphins for depression. So Mm -hmm. yes. and, And a good way to release. Because as women, we hold on to so much stuff. Another good way to release, of course, is sex, guys. Can no smiles on sex? You know why? I'm going to tell you right now. Well, I just got back from the vasectomy consultation with my husband. So yes, awesome. I'm like afraid to even touch that right now because I'm like, we have a date set. Do not mess up. <laughs> you got to cross your eyes and dot your no. That, yeah. Not your yes. eyes, cross your cheeks. Right. Yeah. Yes. What eyes? Cross my eyes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a good thing to, for you guys to decide to do. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't put more pressure on you. But um, sex should be looked at as fun, guys. Mm-hmm. Not what as a chore. You, what if you struggle with, like, and I guess we're just going there and getting personal. I have a hard time not worrying about, or not even worrying, just like, removing my thoughts from just everything else I have to do. Like, even if I'm physically present, my mind is on tomorrow's to-do list. Like, how do you turn that off? Okay, one simple technique, it's mindfulness, is using your five senses. When your mind starts to wander, bring it back. Find five things you can see, Mm -hmm. four things you can touch, three things you can hear, taste, smell. Use your five senses and bring yourself back. Mm-hmm. So even when you're washing dishes, yeah, that's what you need to be focused on. You're using crystal twice as much energy when your body's here and your mind is somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Just stay present. Yeah. That, 
that I need to make an effort for that. I think a lot of us do. It's hard to just live in the moment. It's yeah. it's really hard to do that. It is one of There's the things that I I feel like I heard this recently, and and I'm totally gonna butcher this, but it's okay. Like if you like there's this concept of like it takes an emotion like 90 seconds to work through your body. So if you think about that emotion or you think about that thing, then you like kind of are ramping it up and it creates like a positive feedback loop. So like if you're starting to feel anxious, then you're like, oh, I'm getting anxious. Oh gosh, it's it's gonna, you know, and then then it like ramps up. But if you just like let that emotion happen and then you like just don't focus on it, but don't like try to like push because you just like try to push it away and make it go away. Then it's like, you're going to be thinking about it more. So then like, by just like letting that emotion happen to you, it kind of dissipates within, I think they said like, I've done studies and it's like 90 seconds. And I think, isn't it like that with mindfulness? I know that like, if like you're trying to meditate and then like other thoughts pop in and you're like, I'm not supposed to think about that. Not supposed to think about that. Like then like you start thinking about all of the things you're not supposed to think about rather than just like, these thoughts come in and then just let them go. Like let them come in and let them drift away. Like don't let them like hang around. Does that make sense? Did I say that right? <laughs> yes, definitely. It's like uh, we have 7,000 thoughts that run through our mind. Okay, our, our um, subconscious mind is humongous compared to our conscious mind. So, and we see a lot of stuff and negativity. So thoughts come through, even negative thoughts, you know? Like, oh my gosh, I may hit someone. You just let it flow through. Like you said, just like the crowds. Do not pull it down. The things that you pull down should only be positive things. Whatever you pull down, you put out in the atmosphere, it's going to cause a reaction. Your mind controls how you feel. Do you have any, uh, like a mindfulness activity we could share with our listeners other than the, you know, the five senses? Um, another mindfulness activity, um, which relates around food is even taking something simple as a Hershey Kisses, taking that, slowly eating it, but feeling all the senses, what it tastes like, what it smells like, all that kind of stuff, getting your whole body involved. If you can do that with a Hershey Kisses, can you imagine what you can do that with the man that you love or the woman that you love? Mm, snap. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think that as we've identified busy mothers, it's hard for us to truly be like, I think, intimate with anyone, including ourselves, because we're simply being pulled in so many directions. And we've talked about some mindful techniques and ways that we can kind of, like you said, like pull it down and like bring it back to center. But like, how can we do that in our marriage? And I'm not just talking about sex. I'm talking about like intimacy in your marriage in general. Like you said, the top needs to be solid. So how how do you like bring that intimacy, not just physically, but emotionally into your marriage if it feels like you're both, like my husband is a farmer and it's harvest time. So we yes. haven't really seen each other in a couple months. And so we're just kind of ships passing in the night during this season of our lives and of our, I mean, we have young children and then in this season of the year. And so like, how do you bring that intimacy together? Okay. So I do have a series of books. And in my third book, I talk about everyday expression. So as your husband's a farmer, whatever it is, jumping into the world, 
and actually being there. Also, sometimes it's even sending sweet little texts throughout the day. It's different ways of connecting with your partner, finding time, whether it's only 10 or 15 minutes, whether you guys, I mean, one great thing that most people have to do is take a shower, whether you take showers together, you know, um, it's finding whatever tiny little moments you can to connect without distractions. Um, and that means sometimes, ladies, it's putting down the phones for everyone, the whole family or you and your your significant other, and just actually talking or holding one another or giving each other a massage. There's a lot of different things that you can do. Sometimes it's maybe a little bit because I have, you know, I deal a lot with couples. <laughs> um, sometimes it's hard for sometimes men to understand exactly what you need. One way of helping them is learning how to talk their language. Okay. Sometimes they may not be into the whole feeling things, but you can translate that into the farming, you know, that sometimes yeah. <laughs> you have to go and you have to um, plow or you have to pull out weeds or you have to, you know, focus on a certain area. <laughs> you have to plant things. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not, Lisey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Teaching them also, you know, how to slow it down. Sometimes, especially when it comes to intimacy, the people think it's wang, bang. Thank you, ma'am. No, you got to slow it down. You got to warm up the feels. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And, you know, I think one of the hard things with intimacy, especially with mothers is like, like when you were talking about like holding each other or like just being touched in general, it's like you're touched out like all day, every day. There's somebody who's pulling from you and you're like, like, this is my time. This is my like moment. Don't touch me. I like, we don't even sit on the same couch anymore. Cause it's like, we each are like, don't touch me. <laughs> like We're in our yes. own world for just a little while, even if we're watching the same show. <laughs> yes. That happens when um, we only have so much energy in the day. I can't even show that. I guess because of the, so if we use, and it's happened to me, if I use all my energy and my work and helping out with the kids, and if I come home and I have nothing left, I will feel like my skin is crawling if someone were to touch me, even a five-year-old. We have to learn how to save our energy. Our jobs and other things are important, but in reality, those things are going to be with us two years, five years, seven years. Your partner and your family is going to be with you, hopefully, to the day that you you know pass away. So they need to have some of your energy. So yeah. what I'm telling you is instead of doing most of us do three to 400% at work. And you guys know what I mean. When you're uh -huh. running around. Uh -huh. <laughs> and your yes. family gets crumbs. Yeah. Uh -huh. what I think if that's you were... why people wake up. Like they always say like, oh, I woke up, my kids were out of the house and I didn't even know who I was living with anymore. Right. Right. What if you only did 100% and you saved some of that energy? Why is it that we feel like we can shit on our, like our best friend or like, Right or get so comfortable that we think you're not going anywhere. That's yeah. right. Because like work can fire you if you don't give your all. Like your friends can drop you if you don't give your all. You know, your kids, like whatever, they're your kids. You love them more than anything. But it shouldn't be that way. Like that's how your spouse should be. But I think we get so comfortable that we're like, they're not going anywhere. Right. And you, know you actually, I mean? yeah, you actually should show your best customer service to your partner. Yeah. Because without them, I feel like I, I remember... 
do you guys remember Juliana Rancic? She used to be the yes. E! News host. She got into yeah. such a media shitstorm because someone had asked her, like, who do you, I mean, this was a really screwed up question to ask, but somebody asked, like, who do you love more, your husband or your kids? And mm. she said, my husband, because without my husband, there would be no kids. And right. she got herself into the biggest shitstorm and then, like, had to explain herself and everything. And it was, like, two different types of love, but, like, one is not without the other. Right. And I just remember that, like, that really stood out to me that she said that. And I, like, really respected her for it because I think it's true. Like, you're not modeling anything good to your kids if you don't love and respect their parent, you know, the way that they deserve. And then that's like what they're going to move forward with in terms of their relationships later on down mm-hmm. the road. Right. And many times when you get like that, you're not loving and respecting yourself. Yeah. It's boundaries. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes like it's good for my kids to know that they don't run the roost because they're just like, they expect like when they try to talk, like I'm going to just pay attention to them and stop talking to my husband and just tell give them everything that they want. And I always make them wait till I'm done talking to my husband. I always make them wait. Cause I don't think outside of like respect, I think they just need to like recognize that the world doesn't revolve around you. Right. And it's good to make them wait. And I used to always sometimes even tell her to go write. Go journal about it. Yes, yes. Smart. Yes, yes. And actually, um, she's invited today. (laughs) Yeah. That's also also a good, like, healing therapy, too. Right. But also, I I saw myself as a parent, we're the first bosses. So there's sometimes you, as a, you know, an employee, you can't just go interrupt your boss or say whatever. You learn how to, you know, write and let go. And let me even talk about this journaling because that's another aspect. So sometimes when we get so overwhelmed as women, we have so much to say and we feel like our partner is not listening. Mm -hmm. Had you guys ever thought about writing it out a few times, curse them out on paper, whatever, or in a journal and throw it away Mm -hmm. after you do that and then give them the best version. I need, I want something that is just really quick and simple, bulletproof, because, you know, men, don't like all the long talk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. They will be um, reply to the last thing you said, even though I tell the husbands, the first thing she said was the most important. Yes. But well, sometimes. Say the yeah, last thing. <laughs> that's the most important thing. Yes. So sometimes it's good to just journal it out before we um, verbally vomit and then expect our husband to clean it up mm. or to soothe our needs. It's really our responsibility to soothe out. Each person's responsibility to suit their needs. Yeah. Yeah. I need to be so much better at that. Yeah, me too. Because for me, I'm like very, I hold everything in. I I like just can deal with it all until I can. (laughs) And then he gets everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he's like, whoa, (laughs) what is happening right now? (laughs) Mine gets literally the worst version of me, Mm -hmm. like on a daily basis. And now that I'm thinking like how does he even tolerate that's terrible like why would I Chris was like I would be out (laughs) like I would be like I can't handle this bitch like she's too much for me yeah but he's in love with you because he he knows what a great person he loves the crazy yes yeah so if you told him you know hey I just need some time for myself I'm overwhelmed I need some help and it's different to say it that way versus you never do the dishes you never do Mm -hmm. this you never do that start off with I Sometimes it's good to sandwich it also and touch too. 
Mm-hmm. Like curl his little hair. <laughs> I don't know if he has hair or not. I don't know. Mine doesn't. <laughs> Rub his head. Yes. Rub his genie yeah. head. Say, my <laughs> one wish is... <laughs> oh my gosh. I, this is so... Ugh, it's like the worst because it's like holding a mirror up to everything wrong with you. But at the same time, it's so good because it's like you can't run away from it. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I am the problem. I feel like it's that... Have you guys seen that reel or that TikTok? That's like, am I the drama? I'm yeah. the drama. Like, yeah. it's me. Yes. Yeah. But also think, Ellen, I am the solution. Yes. You can find the solution. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. You control that tone of the house. You understand that, right? Yes. yes absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want something different, just take small little steps. Mm-hmm. I think with our personality type, like with our background and our jobs and healthcare and the kind of personality that's required for our jobs is so type A, so controlling. Yes. So handle everything to the best of your ability. Don't show weakness, like, you know, handle it all, shoulder it all, go forward, like all liability on you. I think that's like where we go wrong is we bring that home and I'm that same person at home. So I'm like, carry it all, do it all, control it all, yada, yada, yada. And eventually like something breaks and- like it opens the lid and just crazy comes out. Right. So what self-care things are you guys doing? Nothing. <laughs> massages? Any of you guys give massages? Yeah, my husband always gives me a massage. He's the best at that. He gives the best massages. And he offers okay. Like, okay. That's something I don't have to ask for. Like I have to ask him to do the dishes. I have to ask him to do other stuff, but then he'll be like, do you want a massage? Like, yes. <laughs> Does he give you a massage? Without the expectation no, of no, sex. absolutely not. No, right? Okay, no, so no, let's, no, let's no. talk. Let's be real. Yeah. Here. Like, yeah, yes, let's be let's real. Talk. There's. It's not like it's not self-serving. It's still a self-serving massage, but I do love the massage. Like, Harry, have, you guys, the have you guys had the discussion with your husbands about what? <laughs> the discussion is, honey, I love your touches. I love when you massage. I'm just thinking, is it every time that you touch me that you want sex? Is that true or not? I mean, I heard about that, but is that true? I I, I don't know. Let me know. What, what do you think? His answer is going to be yes. <laughs> <laughs> but have you have you had that conversation? Oh, no, no. Mm-mm. I don't even need okay. to. I know the answer. Yes. Yeah. But you think you may know. And sometimes, yeah. And, the, and he may say, well, yes, I thought you wanted it. Or yeah. And then you have a discussion on how. I'm going to let you know when I want sex and that kind of stuff. And it's so important that when your partner does want sex, that you just don't say no. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's some people that believe you, you don't say no at all, but for most of us, it cannot happen, (laughs) but it's better to say, honey, I would love to. I'm so, but can we do it Tuesday night? You give them hope. Yeah. You give them false hope. (laughs) False hope. (laughs) that's a good idea because i can imagine like if i were in my husband's shoes and just like got shot down all the time i mean that would impact my yes self-worth oh i don't know yeah and sometimes it impacts them in the bedroom where they can't perform because it's just all of this rejection Mm. so yeah yes and they wonder yeah it starts there in the sense of the criticism from one partner yes I like Lacey seems like she has to say something. I don't know. <laughs> Lacey's just she's thinking it all. No, all over. no, no, no. I 
She's planning for when Michael gets back. (laughs) Yes. So do you guys have babysitters or or, um, family support that help with the kids? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Crystal, hey, yeah, use it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we do. We actually just went on a little, we've been trying to make a more conscious effort to reconnect. Um, Awesome. So we go on like a little weekend away and we just, well, we went uh, just a night over the week. Um, and it's just so nice. It's still hard. Like we were sitting on this porch, like on a hill and there was, just, it was so beautiful. But then like after a little while, we're both on our phones. So it is, you do have to be like, put the phone down. It's just so easy to grab. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you guys have any family rules on phones? No, no, we don't. Okay. Do you guys have teenagers yet or preteens? No. No. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, the so I'm thinking of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I guess yes, they're going to yes. to me too, aren't they? <laughs> yes, because kids do what they see. You do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yes. I love this conversation as kind of a way to like, you know, look at ourselves in, in a different light and kind of improve. Like we always want to be better, better versions of ourselves. And I think it's really important for me to not just give it all to my husband and my mom too. Like she gets the worst to me too. And those are the two most special people in my life, you know, that I, mm-hmm. I, I need to be better. And I, if that means taking better care of myself first, then, you know, then I can yeah. do that. Yeah. And journaling really does help guys. I don't, yeah. And some people like to uh, write, other people type. Another form of, and other people, of course, do audio, but another form of journaling is painting or doing some something creative. I love That's it. I learned so much today, Dr. Brown. Thank you so much for popping on with us and chatting with us and kind of like giving us all a reality check. I think that we semi-needed and really wanted secretly without even knowing it. So <laughs> where can our listeners find you best? Okay, um, you can find me best simply by going to my website at www.draprilbrown.com. So it's D-R, April like it's spelled, brown like it's spelled.com. A lot of the things that we just spoke about, I've written a series of books called Improving Intimacy. So Improving Intimacy with Spirit, Self, and Spouse, itself, and Everyday Expression. Um, I also have a fourth book coming out about sexual intimacy, all you can find on Amazon. And if you're looking for a retreat to go to, um, you can check me out. I also have a retreat taking couples to Costa Rica, Ooh. which is very nice in February. Yes. Um, but we also do retreats here in Florida. And of course, you know, counseling and, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, just check me out. Love this. Thank you so much. Um, and to our listeners, we love you guys so much. We're so glad that you spent another, you know, 40, 45 minutes with us today. If you want to pop into wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review and rate us, subscribe, share with your friends. We love all of your love. And uh, you could find us on Facebook. We're at Scrub Cups and Sippy Cups. On Instagram, we're at Hey Smart Mamas. And then you can obviously individually follow all of us. I am at Ellen Loletta. Crystal is at STL underscore injector and Lacey is at Miss Lacey Lee. Right, right, Lacey? Yes. All right, got it. I feel like we always get confused. (laughs) You're still on. (laughs) So we really love you guys. Thank you for listening. Send us your recommendations on what you want to hear more of and how much you love this episode. And Dr. Brown, 
thanks for hanging with us. We will definitely be in touch because I feel like there's a lot of leaves we've left unturned. Yeah. Okay. Thank you ladies so much and I'm so happy to be with you guys. Yes, thank yeah, you. You're thank wonderful. You. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.